Welcome to Killer Cuts and Sick Tapes. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it is Killer Tapes and Sick Cuts, and I am the co-host, Handsome Fister, and my partner, Mad. How's it going, brother? How are you doing tonight? Roar. Yeah, perfect. So we create, we come together, and we create Mad Fister. TM. And, and so um, what we're talking about tonight is Yellow Wolf's Trunk Music 3. Is it a mixtape? Is it an album? Is it anything? Um, is it an excuse for him to get under, out from Marshall Mathers' thumb? <laughs> And honestly, because that was his last album that he owed Shady Records. Yep. And so, so I took a lot of these songs seemed very rushed. Like, let's just get it out. And, you know, him and MGK have become friends, obviously. And uh, so when that whole beef happened, like, he tried to stay out of it and all that other stuff. And, and so, um, like, the first two songs the trunk music three and catfish billy two were absolute train wrecks in my opinion um i i can't even listen to them catfish billy two is there didn't need to be a sequel to that song no period. like the first one was perfect like why would you go back to that what you know it's it made zero zero sense to me to try and go back to that and and try and recreate it it looked he, like it was rushed he hasn't been the guy you made catfish catfish billy for years right this is, okay how i would uh, equate this album is what if there was a marshall mathers album three yeah, nobody you, really wants that well you yeah you can't because you like he like for instance trunk music too like he killed that the zero 060 trunk music like that was an absolute awesome record the album. production was phenomenal on that do you know who did the production on that? I do not. It was drama from Fantasy Factory. Okay, that Beardick, makes, it drama did that. That makes all the sense in the world why that was one of my favorite. That was one of my favorite hip hop albums of that year. Right, and and like the reason that Daddy's Lambo made it on is because Yellow Wolf was living in L.A. with drama mm -hmm. making that album. And that's so, an awesome song. Yeah, absolutely. So. The first song that I want to talk about is Rowdy. And it's featuring Machine Gun Kelly or MGK, whatever he's going with now. And um, I like the beat, actually. Beat's fun. And it's very upbeat and it's very, but then. I mean, for 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 a song called Rowdy, it fits. Right. And, and, and the hook fit. And, you know, so I liked it. Um, but I think MGK destroyed yellow wolf on this and and i think yellow wolf's a better artist than mgk overall and hip-hop wise in my yeah. opinion mgk but, is somebody i haven't been able to get into Ooh, ooh i've tried i i've i've given but it's one of those people i'll continue to try until it clicks so i'm after this i'll send you some tracks to listen to okay but uh yellow yellow wolf it seemed like it seemed like the, this was an MGK song that he sent to Yellow Wolf to put a verse on. Because oh. the the way that MGK flowed on that second verse, 
it sounded exactly the same way as Yellow Wolf attacked the same verse. Like in hip hop, like if, if, for instance, if someone sends me a song, I am going to try and change the style up so it sounds different than them. Mm-hmm. And this didn't happen. So either A, MGK bid on Yellow Wolf or vice versa. But if MGK bit on Yellow Wolf, he did a better job at biting off of Yellow Wolf than Yellow Wolf did to start it. Yeah, I I mean, it is, like, he raps good technically on this one, but there's nothing in the lyrics that I care about. Right. Which, and and it's like, like I said, I haven't been able to get into Machine Gun Kelly, but I can tell when something is hollow and has nothing in it. Right. And the other the other notable thing about this is obviously kill shot. Yes. Yes. But this was done before that beef happened. It it was, and but that's why it's referenced in that in that song. Right. Where he said Yeah, don't take me off that, you would hear. Yeah, yeah, that was on Rap Devil when he was like, Don't take me off Yellow Wolf's album either, right? Yeah. So And I mean apparently he listened. Which Yeah. Well, you know, Good idea. Yeah, I mean, technically Eminem, like, as much as, you know, he hates other rappers, obviously, he's not the one to, like, purposely try and do something to hurt somebody else's career. Honestly, I don't think he does really hate him anymore. I think it's – the thing about Eminem is he he runs really hot. Yeah, like – and I think he can forgive he, when you when he stops talking about you. I think he's probably forgiven you by that point. Right. Yeah. So like it, he got pissed, said what he had to say. MGK said something back. Eminem responded, and then it was dead. Mind you, both MGK's tracks on that were for on that beef were not even close. But he tried. He tried. Which honestly, they were good tries. I think Rap Devil destroyed all of them. Mm. That's a, that's gonna be yeah. That, that's, that's a different that's, conversation. We don't because we will talking, have that conversation one day. Because we are talking about Trump Music Three, but I I listened to Rap Devil last night actually because I needed yeah. to get away. I needed to get away from the monotony of what we were doing. You know, like there's only so much you can I can listen to Trump Music Three. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and like I bought it because I'm a huge Yellow Wolf fan. I'm a huge Yellow Wolf fan. Like huge Yellow Wolf fan, and so um, I was gonna buy it regardless. And then when we decided to talk about it, I was like, "Sweet, cool, like let's do it." And um, I believe the exact quote I sent you with, "Does this album seem tedious to you?" <laughs> yes, and it did. It, like the first time I listened to it, um, there was like, let me see, I'll count them: one, two, three. Four, four songs that I listened to more than a handful of times. Yes. And it wasn't because of Yellow Wolf, actually. It was everybody else. Right. Like, <laughs> I listened to Rowdy. Well, okay, so there was one that it was because of Yellow Wolf. But I listened to Rowdy simply because of MGK's verse. Mm-hmm. Number six, Drugs. That yes. was that, that was an that was an awesome song. I was going to say, that's actually on my list of, this is the good song on the album. Yeah, it it actually my my favorite songs come I'm going to talk about next but right. but drugs like I I know that feeling. I've been yeah. there. I've yeah. had a girlfriend 
happened. Catch me fucking smoking a joint, and I thought she was gonna get furious, and then she pulled one out of her purse. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm in love." But it's it, no that that one had an intro. That was a, like a full. I feel like that song was the quality we were all expecting. Right, and it didn't belong on this project. No, because it was polished. It was good. Um, Which is weird because honestly. I've always liked Trunk Music more than his other albums because he generally gets really experimental with them. Right. So Trunk Music 2 doesn't sound like any Return of Trunk Music sounds nothing like anything else he's ever made. Right. So I'm opposite because like I like so I like music that gives me the feels. Mm-hmm. Like Love Story um gave me the feels. Trial by Fire gave me the feels like me and him are similar in the fact that we each have three kids. We each rap. We've each toured. We've each traveled. And so, like, the things that he talks about, I can relate to. You know, we're both white in a predominantly black genre. Yeah. And so, like, I I, I can, I feel that pain, right? And so, um, that's why I like yeah. his album so much, right? And it, I, I am a bit of a thrill junkie when it comes to music. If it sounds like nothing I've ever heard, I tend to gravitate towards it a lot more than if it's just technically polished. Right, right, like if, right. Like, I like things that don't sound like anything else at all. Right. Like, that's, it, why, I'm, that's why I'm a huge Frank Zappa fan, because it's like, oh, I love Frank Zappa. But it's like, you couldn't replicate a single one of those albums. Just just like Bob Dylan. Yeah. Well, some Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Hurricane Carter is like my favorite Bob Dylan song, but that's just because I, it, the way he did it was a- excellent. So number seven on Trunk Music 3, Trailer Park Hollywood was straight garbaggio. I, you want to know what I wrote? Yeah. Feels like pandering and mentions 808s constantly. To me, it sounds like something from the Eminem show. It sounds like if the Eminem show took place in the South, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's where that's what I got with that one, and that absolutely um made I, it distract yeah. it, it I I couldn't even listen to it. Yeah. As soon as it started, it's, it even sounded like an Eminem beat, like a, a beat that Eminem would rap to. And which and not during in his peak years. No, no, no. Like I was like, uh, I get it. it. There's a, there's a lot of trailer parks all over the all over the country. I there's, was born living in a trailer park, and I still think this is tedious and boring. Right. And then we get to my favorite track on the album, "No Such Thing as Free," and. It wasn't even Yellow Wolf that did it. It was Caskey and Doobie that did it for me. I I I a hundred percent agree, but we are going to get to something on Yellow Wolf's first. Okay. So Caskey, for instance, he is a cash money artist who I never gave a real chance to because I didn't like his early music. But when he did that, I absolutely went out and started like diving into him and it was an introduction to doobie for me and so those two were absolutely phenomenal and yellow wolf was was good 
but it wasn't it wasn't yellow wolf to me right it was yellow if wolf you edited was, him out of the song it would actually probably better yeah well i mean i'll give you that i mean because caskey went so hard in the paint i mean he that that song for for me made me a super fan of caskey so when I when I listen to this, this is this is my take on it because there's several features on this, mm -hmm. and it seems like Yellow Wolf purposely was trying to get his features to shine on it to help them out. Because, which, which because is, I can respect that, right? Because Yellow Wolf is actually on Black Sheep Four for Cassie on a song called "Remember," and that sounds like a Yellow Wolf song that he would normally do. Where this one. Does not seem like normal Yellow Wolf, um, but it's just not normal Yellow Wolf. And so then you go to track number nine. Uh, we got let's pump the brakes a bit here. Oh, okay. Because oh yeah yeah yeah, you wanted to get into Yellow Wolf's verse. I forgot. Okay. Uh, first off, I think what I think I I agree with you that he's trying to bring up his features, which it, like I think I mentioned, it reminds me of a Tech Nine collaboration album where he does the same thing yeah 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 where he's doing when he first did that album with ritz yeah yeah where it's like okay no no no, he's bringing these artists to your attention right which i can respect i will say tech nine does it a lot better he, well, he, yeah. he seems to know what he's doing a lot more yeah 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 tech there nine. is there like one i tried to find the producer for this song and i couldn't it was uh, Cleverswood. Nope. No? Some dude named Locke. Oh, yeah. Locke, 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 Locke. He's and I, a... I haven't been able to find him any, like, real solid info on him. Right. Because that beat was amazing. Yes, yes. Like, yes. That, that's what sold. Like, when I heard the when I heard Kasky and Doobie and then that beat, I'm like, this is going to be good. There's one line that yellow wolf says that i okay check there, out my boots bitch no, I don't care no i'm just that. playing i'm just playing <laughs> but okay i am a horror aficionado junkie seen so much that probably most people would be crazy by now um like okay there's two songs that are a big offenders that are kind of recent in using horror movie things very badly the weekend, the hills, yeah, where he can, where he compares having an affair to the hills have eyes, right? One, this little puke saying I can't remember who references I did. I know what you did last summer. That's more of an offender because I like to forget that I'll, that movie happened, right? Um, this would be the number three of that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I will kill dreams, Freddy Krueger with the Ruger pumped into you. <laughs> I forgot he said that because because <laughs> there were so many times when I was listening to this song that as soon as Yellow Wolf got like after his first oh, like four bars, I just turned it back to the beginning <laughs> so I could hear Caskey again. <laughs> but that is one of the worst lines I have ever heard. Yeah. Period. Yeah, it's almost comical. It's not. That's the thing. I feel like it could be. Like, one, pumped into you doesn't work. Right. Honestly, don't use Ruger. Use Luger, if anything. Yep. 
because most people, let's face it, Ruger is not as famous. And if you want to like, like, like convey something, do you have any idea how many models of Ruger there are? No. As a company. Right. That, that's like, that's like, it's like saying, you know, it's not like with Mossberg, you automatically know shotgun. Right, right, right. Because, yeah, Ruger has everything. They have a shot. They, they, well, they don't shot. They have handguns, rifles, pistol, everything. Right. You, you are not saying words here. You're just. You're rhyming to rhyme. And I have seen all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. So have I. I binge watched them once. And name the time where Freddy Krueger shoots somebody. Never. So why would you ever bring him up here? In a gun I mean, reference. I can think of horror movies where the main guy shoots people. Right. So, I, I, I don't know. I feel like he tried to do what Eminem does with, like, Jason and stuff. And right. just fucked up so royally. Like, that's why I said take him out of this song. And it's a dope song. Honestly, just make a Caskey Doobie mixtape. I will buy that. They, they're working on it, by the God, way. God damn, that's going on my list right now. <laughs> Seriously, I'm just going to write it down until I remember. Because that that's awesome. Like These guys together is also just... They play off each other perfectly. Right. They, you know what, though? The one thing that I can say about the two of them, though, is they sound very similar. Because they're, they're both from Florida. They both have similar backgrounds, so they kind of talk about the same thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if they could switch that up, they could they could do some good shit. Absolutely, I feel like I feel like they need a mixtape and then a full album. They need a mixtape to work out all of their issues, right? Together, exactly. and which we are going to discuss. Like mi- that's what mixtapes are for, right? They're it's to experiment and find out what. sounds good and what the people like that you are on. And sometimes it's the good one too. I'm like, if I think about Hobson, like I love Haywire, but the rest of his stuff I can't get into. Mm. And I think it's because Haywire was such a raw out of nowhere project. So I'm going to look that up real quick because there's there's only one project of of Hobson's that I like. And Um, it's and it's the one after he got dropped from. Uh, oh, uh, Funk. I don't think it was Funk. The Raw. Oh, Ruthl- Ruthless. No, it, yeah, Raw with yeah, yeah. He was on Ruthless, and the album is Raw. It's called Raw. Yeah, and I, I do not. I, I think Haywire just circles around that album personally. I don't think it's a bad album. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go listen. I'm gonna listen to them both again tonight. Because and- Haywire is the one he did with Swizz. Yeah, I don't. I don't like Swizz though. I see, and I. I think Swizz. I think Swizz. Like the more refined they make Swizz, the worse he is. But yeah. when he's at his rawest, it's really fascinating to me. Right. I just don't like his voice. Like in in hip hop, it's a a lot of it's a voice thing, right? Like, I, you, I, I, how do I put it? I uh, a lot of people can't stand ABK. I like ABK. I like ABK too. But you can see, you know, a lot of people are like that don't I like can't, his voice. Yeah, I can't stand his voice, right? Just but like I, I like his voice. So it's, it's, yeah. a, but well, you, you can have, you have to say, Swizz does have the lyrical skill. 
Yes. So I got into a debate today at work actually about Big Sean. Because mm-hmm. I don't like Big Sean. And he's from Detroit, but I don't like his voice. I like what he says. I like what he stands for. I like what he tries to do for the city, but that monotone, melodic grumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's not, it's, I don't like it, but that dude was like, oh, he's the greatest that ever came out of Detroit. I'm like, well, you're 20, so you don't know anything. I almost chokeslammed him, but anyway, that's a whole different topic. Yeah, yeah. And you have to, you have to keep your old timerness in check sometimes too. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, all right, yeah, because you know what? I, I've been doing this so long. I don't want to. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try and defend my hip hopness. To. Yeah. Oh, when somebody told me that Gucci Mane was in their top five, I had to stop talking to him. I'm just saying. We should do a top five. Yeah, one day. One day. Anyway. Uh, also, Gucci Mane's at least tolerable. We'll give him that. Yeah. No, I. He I, doesn't. I, he doesn't make me turn the radio off. No, he doesn't, and I can listen to him, and, and he does a lot of good things, and, and you know, he's very, um, but top five, like, if you think of all the artists, like, I think LL Cool J is better than him. You know what I'm saying, though? I do. I do love I Can't Live Without My Radio. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or now, me, me and you could talk old school artists all day, though. We should do an old school show, too, one of these days. Because one, one of my things that drives Mac nuts I believe we should put Biz Marquee in everything. Oh, yeah, back then. Oh, my God. Like, right now, your brain went, I love you, Biz Marquee. I, I was listening to Spring Is Here yesterday because Spring was here. Right. And I always listen to You Got What I Need Oh, all the was, time. Oh. Like, And the thing is, I don't think people realize he's doing it on purpose. Right. Everything it's- in that song is wrong on purpose. Right. The dude worked with Big Daddy Kane. He knows how to rap. He know he also knows he, he when knows to make how, it terrible. And he knows how to make songs. I just think that was his biggest song, and it and it was the most technically unsound. And the fact that he was on Yo Gabba Gabba and like raising up children makes me feel good inside. Right. Damn straight. I mean, and the fact that he tr- I would have loved to see him tour with the Beastie Boys. There's this great clip of him doing Benny and the Jets. I seen that. I seen that. But you're like, I, I, I don't know, Bismarcky. Like, I, I'm a huge, like, honestly, I didn't get into I, when I got into hip hop. I went, okay, I'm gonna learn what the golden era was like first. And that's see, that's what I think is lacking with the the people nowadays, like the younger think, generation. Like, and a lot of people are like, well, I don't get it. And then I'm like, okay, look up Slick Rick. That's what yes, you do. Slick Rick the Ruler. I mean, children's story. Children's story is so amazing. That one song, that that prison song he did, is so dark for the time. Right. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, oh I, I have it. I have it. I can look it up. And oh, end, it's but. so good. But but that's the and I just wanted to establish where our baselines are for a lot of things here. Right. So you know that we do know the old school, and right. we, But we don't judge off it either. No, like if you like, did that, like, it wouldn't make sense. Right, like I'm, because honestly, if if I stuck to my old school ways, like I wouldn't have argued for Post Malone or oh, Caskey. Hell no, because no. those guys are technically like the polar opposite of what. Oh, old school was is is a different beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is not a bad thing. So 
the one song that I thought should have made this album but didn't was the Bloody Sunday Freestyle. Did you did you listen to that oh, or hear I that? Did. That should have made this album because it came out before the album. It literally is what told me to not buy the album outright. Like, you know how you said you bought it? I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to tracks on YouTube first. Like, like that's what happened to me. Well, see, no, they, they weren't available when I bought it. Like, because I'm such a Yellow Wolf fanboy yeah. that I bought the pre-order. You know what I'm saying? Because I expected so much out of this. And especially now, uh, especially a trunk music album and there's only going to be four songs maybe five that i listen to ever again yeah this 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 trunk music three brings me to the early 2000s to where the only good songs that were on the album were the radio songs which this is like that's the opposite of the whole point of trunk music to me right exactly like i like i said why trunk music one and two interested me so much is that it doesn't sound like anything else. First time the, the opening track to Trunk Music Two, I'm like, blew my blew my mind. I'm like, okay, this is something I care about, right? Because at first, I I have a little bit of residual I uh, resistance to redneckery just because there's just so much of it, right? You know, gr growing up in the middle of nowhere, you you run into so many you know real rednecks, right? That you just you can't, you, you can't just, there's just too much. So I first time I heard Yellow Wolf, I had a bit of resistance, but like the first album, I, I slept on, I'll admit it. Right. Then I, then I heard Trunk Music 2's opening and I went, okay, this, there's something here right. that I need to look into. Right. And that's what I was expecting here too. Like, if you recall, like I had picked this album out to, to talk about before it even came out. Yep. And I was a little, I was a little skeptical just because of Bloody Sunday. But right. I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. I'm like, okay, it's a trunk music though. It'll be good. Right. That's what I thought. And then, and then it just became nothing. Right. And then you have tracks like We Slum, which yet again, he takes a backseat to his features in. But that's not one of, that's not even, this isn't even one of the songs that I say was good. Oh hell no! Like the beat was what it was, and yeah, that's the word. That's the that's exactly it's what it was. And um, the second verse that mumble rapper on the second verse is like, dude, you made a whole song on trial by fire making fun of mumble rappers, Wait. and then you signed one because these guys are, these guys are slum American I, I know, artists. I know. I'm. I'm one of those people that that comes around on certain mumble rappers and right. other ones I don't like. It's the the first verse I like. Yeah, that's fine. I like the first verse, but the beat was what it was, and it was garbaggio. Uh, I do want to say box Chevy. It's another oh, one of those. Thank God, God one of, so, it, it, I liked it. I like. It's another song where if you took Yellow Wolf out of it, it's it'd be still be good, right? Because Ritz, Ritz just kills it, right? And and the, so you you know why Ritz is on Box Chevy, right? No, because he's been on all of the Box Chevys. Oh, 
And you know, you know, Ritz and Yellow Wolf are really, really, really good friends. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, it's one of the. It's actually referenced that he's still Slamerican in one of uh, one of his tracks when he was on Strange. Right, and and Rich just started his own uh, uh, record label, CNT, right? Yeah, which is uh, in collaboration with Strange Music. Um, we're I gonna think, do, we're gonna I, talk about Rich one of these days because I know you are a super fan. I wouldn't say super, but I'm definitely up there. Like it's he is one of the people that I'm like, okay, this is why Southern hip hop is getting bigger and bigger. Right. See now with me, that's that's my Yellow Wolf impression until this. This made me sad. Yeah. Uh, let's see. After your last call. Okay. Oh, and he's the one who decided not to renew his contract, which is cool. Oh, was strange? Yeah. Because uh, I remember what happened with Cognito and that the whole thing. Right. Well, you know, Yellow Wolf was the one that decided to leave Shady, too, right? Yeah. Wait. Because they, yeah, because they wanted to do their own thing, right? Like, we, I know we had talked about this briefly before, like, you have an issue with slum American. I don't have an issue with it. I think it's a little on the nose and I think it's a little too generic. I just like the apparel brand that he's built off of it. Oh, it looks cool. Yeah. 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 And he looks like he, like his <laughs> videos, like he looks solid in his videos. But at the same time, I don't buy an album because, no, 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 I get, no cool. I, get, I get it, right? I get it, but I mean, uh, and you know, his whiskey creek water, have you tried that yet? Yeah. It's, it's good. It's decent. Yeah, but you you drink a lot more than me, so I mean. No, nah, well, no, I just, I. But you I, know, you know better whiskeys than I do, right? Probably. Right, but, so but, I mean. But I also like going to actual whiskey bars that are served. Nothing but whiskey drinks. Right, and, and top-shelf whiskey drinks, too, right? God to, damn, yeah. To, to where Creek Water wouldn't even be on the shelf. It's on the shelf. It's just more used in the more watered-down stuff. Right. Because, um, uh, like, there's, we have a place near here called the, the Copper Still. Yeah. Oh, they make, they make some of the best whiskey drinks I've ever had. Mm-hmm. See, you have me wanting to come out to Wisconsin <laughs> right now. Because you just want to see how much booze we have? Is that the idea here? No, no, no. I mean, it, everything that you've, like, the last show that we did, it was it was so intriguing. And, and the bands that you guys have and, and the culture that you guys have, it's almost like you are a different, a different country well, in the United States. Well, yeah, it's, well, that's the thing. You're you're coming on that from the Michigan perspective. To me, Michigan's the same way. But see, no, if you think about it, though, Chicago's the same way as Michigan, or Illinois is the same way as Michigan. So, no. is, so is Ohio, and so is Indiana. No, no, I I have visited all of those, and I highly disagree. That'll have to be a, another show. Then. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, I, I've been I've been to Michigan several times. Yeah, I've, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been to Chicago several times. Indiana shouldn't even be in this discussion because um, I've been there. I don't remember being there, but I've been there. Um, I just don't like Ohio. Like they Ohio, be- it's funny that you like MGK telling Ohio. That's just hilarious. Well, so this is a true story. When MGK was like 17, 18 years old, he uh, actually came up to Detroit and did a show at the shelter before he was famous or anything. Yeah. And and I was I performed at that show too, so I actually 
was able to and he did the song chip off the chip off the block okay and i was like oh like, like this kid he seems like a cool dude it's i just haven't enjoyed the music so far right so like i said i'm gonna send you some stuff that i think yeah. you like um and then you have like the last like four songs on this album they, they, I, they totally exist yes <laughs> That's, that's it. That's it. Like I, like it was like there was four good songs and a bunch of fillers, and it's sad. It's sad to me because I'm such a yellow wolf slappy, and I've defended him when he did the country stuff. Like Trial by Fire was pretty much a country album. Absolutely. And I defended it because I liked that album. I really, really liked it. I really, really appreciated it. And uh, oh, let me look at this. This the last song on that album which um it reminded me of my my life my personal life um keeps me alive with winona judd that song have, did you listen to that song yeah like i'm not a country person and so i can't really effectively judge country music so so what i what i would do is, is i would fast forward through the chorus and listen to what he's saying like in the verses and that is pretty much my upbringing in a nutshell. Okay. Okay. I can, I can, you know what I'm saying? And, and like, I can get that. I can get it. So that's, I mean, like I, like I've said, like me and him have very similar, you, you have that, you have the same connection to that as I did to wasted mind. Right. But I love wasted mind. Like I so wish that this would have been so different, so different. Like, did you, I, did you look at the sample credits on this at all? No, 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 no. I haven't. I didn't dive into that. Trunk Music 3, the TM3 song, actually has a sample of Trunk Music. That's awesome. But why, though? So... <laughs> Sampling your earlier good album on this album. So, so I, I, I know why. Okay. I don't... This is why I would think he would do it. The Marshall Mathers LP 2. Okay. Okay. But because like there I, was a lot of samples that M took from the LP, and you know what I'm saying, and twisted it up. And but he you, didn't. But here's the thing: Yellow Wolf didn't have Rick Rubin. That's true. And or, if you have Rick Rubin, you can do that. If right. You so don't. So you don't. <laughs> you want the, you want the most interesting the Marshall Mathers LP too. The most interesting thing is in that whole album. You, oh, let me let me look up the song so I so I know exactly so you can reference it with me so you're okay. with me on it because th there is a part in there that huge Eminem fans and hip hop fans didn't get, and I had to explain it to them. Okay. So bad guy, the song bad guy, the very first song mm -hmm. where Eminem gets kidnapped yeah. by Matthew Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Do you know who Matthew Mitchell is? I do not. No, I did not. The know song Stan. Oh, it's the, it's the little brother. Remember, I wrote, oh, I wrote, yeah, I wrote yeah. his name for you on the starter cap. That was Matthew I Mitchell. I totally did not catch that. Yeah. So listen to that again, and it will change your mind on that whole song. Oh, I actually like the song. No, so did I. But I mean, if you no, listen no, to no, it that, back now, that's a, well, that's and, this that I feel it, like comparing these two albums is a lot more relevant than it should be right exactly because if you notice that we have talked about 
Eminem so much in this, and he wasn't even in it. And it's because he's trying to be Eminem when he's not Eminem. So, actually, I love Eminem. He's from I Detroit. He's one of I, my, I, he's one, I love a lot of his stuff too. He's done. He's he, had some duds, obviously. Right, but but I mean, that's twenty five years of yeah. making music. He's in my top five for when we do that conversation. Eminem's in my top five. And I'll have I have a lot of argument for that. But Yellow Wolf's a more complete artist than Eminem. Because A, Eminem can't sing. He tried to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eminem can't play instruments besides like keyboards and drum machines, right? Because he is a producer. The Eminem show was 100% produced by Eminem. That was a problem. Oh, I liked it. But he uses he uses the same drum line all the time. But anyway, he just freaks it. Um, so I'd, the Yellow Wolf's a more complete artist. I than would Eminem. say he's a complete, more complete musician. But yes. I wouldn't say he's a more complete rapper. No, no, absolutely no. I would never argue that Eminem is in my top five, like high, like in my top five. Like if we're talking just a rapper, period, Eminem will beat him every time. Oh yeah. And, and honestly, I don't think there's anybody in the culture that can. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's one of those things I'd have to think about for a while. So, like, if hip, we're talking consistently, stuff no, I've liked, that's the no. thing. It's like, are we talking, is consistency part of it? Is I'm, I'm talking what M did for the culture. Because if you think about it, even though you're a music fan, I'm a music fan. Yeah, yeah. Like we listen to hip hop anyway. And, yeah, yeah. But putting as to putting putting hip hop where it is now on the map, absolutely. Right, and that's that's why he gets because if you think about it, you had Jay Z, Pac, Biggie, DMX. You had all these guys doing it before Eminem really exploded. I would say Jay Z is probably one of the few people you could you could even contest with just because he's Jay Z and Little Wayne, but there, there's a there's because uh, no, Little Wayne changed the fashion of hip hop. He and, did. He and, did. And and, and, and Little Wayne made it cool to be like a skateboarder and a nerd and a mm. sports fan. Because uh, you know you know you know Little Wayne. See, I actually I actually would give M more of the nerd cred. Oh yeah, because of the comic book and all the references to the. Comic oh yeah, book. absolutely. He's but, more uh, than her. That's but, for sure. But Little Wayne's been on ESPN fifty six times in his career. Yeah. And like, I it, love. Oh, dude, the the interview with M on ESPN where he's just blanking just the credits. Right, like, <laughs> like, and and people are like, people are like, what's wrong with Eminem? I'm like, he did that on purpose. Also, because he doesn't care. Right, he's like, dude, I'm a multimillionaire. Why do I? Is this why am I here? Nothing, right, like, why am I at a Michigan game? I, I don't even... Okay. I, I like Michigan uh, State. Getting, okay, before we get even further off topic... Right, right, which we have quite a bit. Because which, this is a boring album. Right, exactly, and that's why... That's why, you know, I I was actually going to try and, like, change the subject up, but I was like, you know what? We need to do this. Yeah. Like, people need to see this and understand our pain. That... Yeah. Well, honestly, Bloody Sunday, the only thing I, I liked was him taking aim at G-Easy because G-Easy sucked. And taking aim at Post Malone, too. That I didn't give a crap. 
G Easy is too is too lame for words. And he is so arrogant that he actually said that he was the best rapper since the one with dye blonde hair. Yeah, I know, I know. And then well, MG, and then MGK slept with his girlfriend. Yeah, he is completely. And and then it's like you he is the, he is just so up his own ass. Right. Like, who are you? Like I, I never heard of my, one of my one of my kids brought brought up G Easy once and I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then I heard him on uh Stony. Yeah. And that was it. Like that's all I'm like, oh he, this dude's still around. Like I never even uh I, he was in uh he was in a relationship with Halsey. Oh really? I like Halsey though. I, I do too. She uh oh, let me rephrase it. I like her new stuff a lot more than her old stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't get me wrong. Her like, old stuff like with New Americana was pretty bad. Right. She's got a huge hit out right now, right? Yeah. The the, the the without me. And that's about easy. I know. And as much as I'm not that big a fan of that one, I just like that somebody's taking a shot at him again because he is he the most boring thing in the world. Well, next to this Trunk Music 3 album. No, no. I mean, <laughs> Trunk Music 3 at least has guests that I like. <laughs> and guests that I learned to appreciate, like Caskey, Doobie, yeah. um, MGK. Like, I've been an MGK fan, but... Um, I would also like to mention uh, one of the producers on here. Okay. Uh, WL Power or WLPWR. Uh, he, he looks like he's been around for quite some time because he did uh, he did Trunk Music Return, a lot of Trunk Music Returns. It's like I'm trying to figure out why this album is so lackluster with such a good producer. So. Like, cause he did like the, the like I'm looking at the songs he did. I'm like, this should be a lot better, but it's not. So the thing is, though, right? Is like this is where um, the new age the new age kids won't understand this. Mm -hmm. But it's more than just the producer and real hip hop. Absolutely. Like the artists have 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 to become one with the music, and honestly, as much of a Yellow Wolf fan as I am, he seemed disinterested in this project. I I I am a full proponent of the concept that he decided to. This is all about him getting under getting away from Shady, right? Which, it's, honestly, if he wants to not be on Shady Records, it's his business, right? And like, and it, I'm not going to argue it because I think that I don't think that artists should sign anymore. I don't think they should sign to major record labels. I think they should sign well, distribution. Well, I'm, I'm not sure what you if you could even call Shady a major label because there's not many people on it. Yeah, but they they're, they're underneath Aftermath, so they have major backing. Yeah, yeah. Well, which is not... also which is also under Interscope. So I mean, they have major backing, but. The it's, artists, the artists don't get paid that way. Because it's like I'm looking at the the tracks that he did. Like the only track worth noting that this guy did was drugs. Right, and that was an awesome beat. That was, but he also did Catfish Billy too. But he probably did Catfish Billy one. Uh, let me check. I don't know. Uh, but even if he did, yep, yeah, yeah, he. I believe he. No, he did not. Wow. <laughs> Wow, okay. Uh no. No, he didn't. I don't believe. Uh but he's it's like 
this guy should be it's weird because i'm looking at he did this do you know what he's doing a song he's doing a song the latest thing he's doing the thing before this was he did a song for boondocks which is weird right which honestly i'm fine with boondocks yeah me too me i mean too. he's he's done albums i don't like but still yeah, I mean, but you we can all, you can almost say that about every musician in the world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, he's apparently, yeah, he's working with Magic Ninja. That's a Twisted uh, label after they left Psychopath. Yeah. Psychopathic, which this may be controversial. Um, Twisted has always been too good for Psychopathic. Yes. And no, at the same time, because a lot of people wouldn't have heard of Twisted without Psychopathic. No, no, I mean, good as in they were they were such standouts on the label that the fact they kind of got buried sometimes was a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's just egos. You can't have artists own labels. Uh, well, you can't. But they, I mean, in hip hop, ego is way too much. Yeah, it is. It is like, which is weird because now ICP's kind of chilled out, which is even weirder. Well, that's because the uh, uh, Violent J now is it Violent J? Yeah, Violent J um, got skin cancer due to that face makeup that they wore. Yeah, well, he did. Oh yeah, like crazy. Like the there was a whole thing about it. Hmm. I mean, they're still doing it and they still wear the face makeup, but he yeah. wears a different brand now because it's better for his skin, I guess. Which, anyway, which that's that's cool, right? I mean, but I mean, th they were dropping albums like every year, and oh, so I, I know they're they like honestly, it's probably one of their problems instead of just focusing on one. Honestly, their best, I would say, they probably would not be nearly as big without Mikey Clark because. If you've ever listened to Mikey, like any of his other stuff, right? They're pretty. He, his beats are just fantastic. It's kind of sucks that he's kind of locked away with them, right? Because there's so many like artists I'd like to hear him work with, right? But I mean, maybe he, maybe Mikey Clark feels comfortable there, right? Which I, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, mean, I'm just spitballing ideas here, right, right, right. No, I get it. I, I'm with it because. Like I, I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You you're you you've released an album and you can't even know. What's that? You've released an album and you can't even know exactly what happened. Right. That's how that works. Right. No, I'm just I, it's just one of those things where it's been like I just kind of wish I could see more of him. Right. I know he just... I know he was part of a project that he released uh, an album on Strange, uh, Grave Plot, I think. Yep, yep, that's the one. Which, I thought, but I thought that was a, a strange slash psychopathic. No, that was that was pure. That was pure strange. Because I know that uh, I know that Tech Nine has worked with uh, ICP in the past. Yes. Uh, well, and they've worked with like Prozac and stuff before. Right. Right. So. Yep. But no, no, that was that was completely strange music. Wow. Okay. Which that was also a really good album. Right. Uh. Boy, this album is so boring. We cannot stay on topic. Right. So anyway, let's do. Let's do. Let's just do the uh, the final reviews of this boring album, and then we'll talk about the next show. Okay. My review is 
if you skip this album, you will be fine. Yes. You My... do not need to you do not need to buy this. Go listen to the ones you have or wait for his next one if you're feeling like you can gamble on it. So my review on this one is that it was rushed. It um, It's not your typical Yellow Wolf project, but it did a lot for me because I became fans of other artists like Doobie, Kasky. Um, I've always appreciated MGK, but... Um, so the features on it were was good, and there is one. There's two glimmering, shiny gems on this, which is drugs, and uh, no such thing as free. Um, those are two very good songs. Is it worth the album? No, it's not worth the album. It's not a typical Yellow Wolf album that you would expect, and it's not even a typical mixtape that you would expect. Mostly because you have to pay for it. Right, and which is bullshit right so which makes it a, not even a mixtape to me it's a li like i said like that's why i think this was all made to get out of shady records right and i think the bloody sunday song should have the diss song should have made it on this yeah. i think it should i think it should have made it on here more than the last four songs on the thing I'm trying to remember the, those. I'm trying to remember those songs, and I can't. So yeah, uh, addiction, up, up, and all up, or whatever, and so, whatever. Who gives a shit? Right. Who gives a shit at this point? So, the next, the next show, we are going to have a guest. Who is our guest? Uh, Ryan, the former champ over at Gamer Grudge. Uh, he's also, I believe, working with. Uh, Working with them, who the guys who are doing binge watch, um, and he we gave we gave him a choice, and his choice is uh, Kesha Rainbow, which I listened to maybe once or twice. It was fine, but I I, have, I, I, I have not listened to any of it yet. I know enough of the story behind it that I know it's going to be interesting, and just by some of the guest spots on here. I am I I need to listen to it harder cuz Eagles of Death Metal are on it? What? Yeah. Hmm. Which I don't know if you know who they are. I have heard of them. I would not say that I've listened to them, but I have heard of them. Does that sound like somebody would be working with Kesha? No, or the Dap King's Horns? Yeah, no, no. Like oh. it is Oh, the Eagles of Death Metal are on here a couple times. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, the most notable member is Josh uh, Hom from. Uh, you would know him as the lead singer Queens of the Stone Age. Okay, that sounds. Yep, that sounds familiar. Yep. Uh, he also was part of Caius when they were still together, a stoner metal a group that's really good. But it's like, so that that's why I I'm definitely going into this with more of an open mind of than I usually am for pop artists. So. Uh yeah, I uh like I said, like like we had talked about in the very first episode, we we are not going to box ourselves into strictly um hip hop, strictly pop, strictly rock. strictly rock, strictly metal, punk. We are going to talk about it all. 